0: Dear sisters and brothers, I am Deacon David Hochwald, and this is A Moment with Scripture, reflecting on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. Lent is a time when we prepare ourselves for the great feast of Easter, and a major part of our preparation is forgiveness, both our own and others. I would argue that forgiveness is the single most important element of Lenten practice, more important than the sacrifices we might make. Forgiveness is a major theme of Jesus' ministry, as we see in this gospel passage. The parable Jesus tells shows us what true forgiveness looks like and what it does not look like. A debtor is brought before the king and faced with settling a debt, a huge debt, Anyone who has gone into major debt knows the burden it imposes, the sense of helplessness that comes from enslavement, knowing the situation may never go away. One can ignore it for a time, but eventually must come face to face with the reality. And so it was for this debtor who found himself face to face with the king. Bankruptcy was not an option in those days, but debtor's prison certainly was. Fortunately for the debtor, the king was merciful. He forgave the debt, wiped it off the books, let the man go, no strings attached. Again, anyone who's faced major debt and had it wiped off the books knows the tremendous sense of relief this brings. Now, let's take this from a monetary setting to a spiritual setting. Peter's question that began this whole incident was about sin. In this regard, the king is no earthly king, but the heavenly king. And the debt is sin that has been committed. Jesus once again gives us insight into the boundless mercy of God. The number seven, remember Peter asked if he should forgive as many as seven times. In biblical terms, the number seven means a lot. So Peter thought he was being quite generous with forgiveness. But Jesus' response, not seven times, but 77 times, means there is no limit to forgiveness. True forgiveness knows no bounds. There is nothing we can do to earn God's forgiveness, and no way we can ever pay back the debt of sin. All we have to do is come before the King of Kings, do him homage, admit our sin, and ask for forgiveness. The true forgiveness of God wipes our spiritual slate clean. No strings attached. Ah, but there is one string. We are to show the same measure of forgiveness to those who have sinned against us. Jesus drives this point home when he relates how the foreign debtor treated a fellow servant whose debt was much smaller. This could be anyone who has injured us, even in a minor way. We mustn't withhold forgiveness, nor hold grudges, nor look for payback, as did the debtor in Jesus' parable. True forgiveness demands true forgiveness. Often this is difficult to do, but we must do it. To paraphrase the compassionate king in the gospel, should you not have pity on your brother or sister as I had pity on you? Jesus committed the ultimate act of forgiveness when he died on the cross for our sins, opening the gates of salvation for us. If we do nothing else this Lent, let us seek God's forgiveness. At the same time, forgive anyone who has offended us.